This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of the Arsenal Transfer Show, our daily show on the Raw Reaction series in which we react to the latest Arsenal transfer news every single day at 8am UK time, making sure that you are up to date with all the latest Arsenal transfer information and an opportunity also for you guys to discuss, chat, have your thoughts heard in our live chat. So make sure that you're always tuning in UK time, 8am, and you can have your say in our live chat. Uh, Of course, we are trying to do this throughout the entire transfer window up until the end of the season and beyond until the next, or rather the end of this transfer window, which will be around the usual time, uh, rather than it's October, uh, sister, it's all last season. Hopefully we'll have to go all the way through to October, but we are planning on doing that. These will inform, obviously, our tactical breakdown shows where we're linked to players that we don't necessarily know too much about. So make sure you drop a like and subscribe to the channel so you can keep up with all of the latest Arsenal information. And we start today's show with an interesting story about a player that a lot of people care about, William Saliba. William Saliba, of course, joined Arsenal in 2019, believe it or not. He joined all that time ago has not yet played a senior match of football for the Arsenal, despite being on the bench a couple of times in League Cup, Community Shield type situations, and did not have the best start to life at the club when he did arrive permanently after a year's loan at Saint-Étienne, having signed for around £27, £28 million. He basically played in the youth team for about six months and has then gone on loan to Nice for the rest of the season, where he has performed really, really well. We are planning on doing a tactical breakdown devoted specifically to Saliba very, very soon to break down how he's got on at Nice in these six months, how he's actually become more of a leader within the team. And alongside Jean-Claude Tadibo, the online Barcelona French centre-back as well, has formed a very good partnership to help Nice progress slightly further up the table. But the point about this is that Saliba's chances at Arsenal have kind of always been in question. And he has gone on notes several times this season already and done several interviews With frustration, which you can understand, his frustration of not being able to play as of yet at Arsenal. Um, But the good news for the Frenchman is that he is set to be given a chance next season to play. There is no inkling that he is going to be sold. There's no indication that he is not going to be 
um, an Arsenal player next season. He is very, very much going to be an Arsenal player and going to be given a spot. He can play in a multitude of positions. He can play in a back four. He can play in a back three. He can play as a right-sided centre-back. He can play as a left-sided centre-back. Arsenal have quite a few left-sided centre-backs already with Gabriel and Pablo Marie. So you can imagine that his chances will come in that right centre-back slot. He'll be competing with the likes of Rob Holding. Who he won't be competing with, however, is this guy, um, David Luiz. Because the reason why Saliba is going to be given a chance is that David Luiz is going to be looking for a new club this summer. His representatives are already in discussions with several clubs trying to find him a new situation for next season. There were links to the MLS. You may have seen pop up on your timelines yesterday, but his massive salary does go over what a lot of MLS clubs are able to pay because of the salary cap, even though they can have some designated players, like you look at Gonzalo Higuain at uh, Miami, for instance. Um, but his actual salary at the current state would not be able to fit into that bracket. So that may not happen. He's got ambitions that he always wanted to go back to Benfica. Whether or not that can happen is separate. But the main point of this is that David Luiz will probably, most likely, almost definitely, be leaving Arsenal this summer, which, to be honest, is a real shame um, because I really liked what he's given to us these last six months. I thought maybe there was an opportunity to see him continue that and give some experience because we have a very young central defensive kind of area of the pitch now with Socrates gone, with Koscielny gone, with Mustafi of all people gone, and now Louise. It is a very young core group of players in that defensive area with, I believe, Rob Holding and Callum Chambers being two of the oldest in that group. Uh, and then you've got Gabriel and Saliba and Marie, of course, who's about 25-ish, 26. So it's still quite a young court. So we are losing a lot of experience in Louise. Maybe that's something that the club will address. But the main point of this being that Saliba is going to be given a chance next season, which I know a lot of Arsenal fans will love to hear. Let's see what you guys have got to say in the chat box about Saliba. Good morning, everyone. Good to have you joining us as always. Always 8 a.m. UK time every single day throughout the end of the season and into the transfer window. Always going to be doing this show. Uh, Tono says, uh, we're all still dreaming of a Gabriel Saliba partnership. I think a lot of people will want to see this um, as kind of the future of Arsenal. You've got a 22-year-old in Gabriel. You've got a 19-year-old in Saliba. You think that can be the partnership for Arsenal going forward. Very mobile, great on the ball, can play the ball out from the back. You think they have everything it takes to be a good partnership but we've got to make it work. We've got to develop it. We've got to turn it into what it needs to be. And of course I can, mate. Happy birthday to Gracie. I hope she has a great day. Omar says, certainly enjoying this series, Tom. Nice and early, as always, mate. It's going to be here every single day at 8 a.m. is the plan. Thank you, Javier. Much appreciate the support. Uh, Marcus, uh, is it Marcus? Sorry, no. Javier says, <laughs> oh, Marcus is above you. Part two. It is episode two, indeed. Javier says, David Luiz to Benfica to be followed by Cavani. I think Cavani will probably end up at Boca Juniors. Is the situ That's kind of the information that I have, is that Boca Juniors very much want him. That's a big stumbling block to uh, not allow Lucas Torreira to go to Boca Juniors, but maybe David Luiz will end up there as well. Wilson says Saliba and Gabriel could be a great centre-back partnership. Ansgar says, would holding Saliba and Gabriel and Murray be enough cover? I don't think it is, personally. You have to also think about, we have got some young players that are impressing. You've got the likes of Ballard, you've got the likes of McGuinness that are coming through the youth ranks that have had some impressive loan deals. So maybe they will be given some opportunities as well. Um, Javier says, Lewis Dunk to come in for the experience. Ansgar says, buying a new centre-back might stop Saliba and not keeping Louise means the pressure 
will be huge. Matt G says, Saliba's done more interviews than Jerry Baxman. Uh, Wilson says, uh, great content as usual. Thank you ever so much, mate. And Adam says, I'd give Louise another year. No one can do what he does. Maybe Saliba can. He is known for some of his long-range passing. It does need to be refined and more consistent, but maybe it's something. It also has a knock-on effect to this guy. Dinos Mavropanos, or Konstantinos uh, Mavropanos, which is what Sophie has tried from the hybrid squad to help me pronounce his name in as best Greek as I can. I don't succeed, but I'll give it a go. So that's all you could ask for. But Mavropanos um, is, is someone that I think has excited fans with how good he's been at Stuttgart in Germany this season. He's obviously come from a place where... Sven Mislintat signed him at Arsenal. Sven Mislintat left Arsenal. He's now head of recruitment over at Stuttgart, doing some great things there, helping them find Waman uh, Tigutka, uh, the, the Congolese uh, winger, who's also a very difficult name to pronounce. Um, and he has obviously done really well there. He's helped them sign the goalkeeper that's doing well as well. Um, and has turned Stuttgart into a side that is pushing further up the Bundesliga. And Mavropanos has been part of that this season. He had a very serious knee injury at the start of the campaign that he's overcome and has gradually become a very key figure in that Stuttgart team. Now, a lot of people have looked at that and said that he is going to be effectively given an opportunity uh, this season. We might be given a chance, but... The information that's coming out of Germany is that Sven Mislintat very much wants to make this deal permanent and that he wants to get Stuttgart to sign Mavropanos on a permanent basis. They can guarantee him consistent week-in, week-out football, and that could be something that is going to tempt Mavropanos to leave. You also have to consider that we've got Saliba there as well, and a 23-year-old Mavropanos does, I mean, believe it or not, he's actually 23, which surprised me a lot. Um, but the fact that you've got this guy there would block the path for Saliba. And so you kind of have to make a decision. One of them is going to have to go. One of them is going to stay. I think that the highest ceiling it probably falls on Saliba. I think he's the more valuable player. And I think the Mavropanos is a more sellable player right now for a good fee, considering how good he's been this season at Stuttgart. And we can get a good deal for him. You'd be looking upwards of £15 million, I think, for someone like Mavlopanos. So I really think he is someone that's worth selling. I think he's someone that the club will be open to selling. And also Stuttgart and Sven Mislintat very much want this deal to happen. They want to get this guy in for next season. And that's going to be big. Let's see what you guys are saying in regards to Mavropanos. Uh, as uh, Ansgar says, I think Mavropanos will move this summer. He has been very good. But does he fit in? If we get good money, I'd sell him 10 million plus. I mean, I think he's worth more than that. For kind of context, we sold Christian Bielik to Derby, who spent a good season on loan at Charlton in League One, for 10 million quid, including add-ons. So this guy's performing in the Bundesliga and helping them perform. And he's 23 years old. He's still got years left on his contract. I think this is someone that you can get a significantly more. I know the pandemic can affect things. But I think that you can get a very good fee for this kid, more so than the 10 million that you're suggesting there, Ansgar, when you put it into the context of other players that we've sold. And we need to get better at selling our players as well. Jashar says Mavropanos has been uh, very steady, but his injury record will always go against him. Something else that we hadn't really considered is Saliba and Mavropanos. When you're looking at injury records, Saliba is definitely the one that's better off and you can rely on him to be a consistent player throughout the season, whereas Mavropanos has had really kind of quite a few injuries, both serious and little muscular issues. So that's also something we need to think about. Javier says, I will miss Mavropanos. Uh, it was a pleasure watching him the last two seasons in the Bundesliga and the Bundesliga one. Of course, he did help them get up uh, with Nuremberg um, and, and trying to get them promoted. 
what defensive shield for both clubs on those loan deals he has been. No Sleep says, I hope that Mavropanos is given a chance next season. Uh, no Sleep says that we also need to include a big sell-on clause uh, and says that sell Mavro 25 million in the bank, even if we can't mess that up. I think 25 million is probably the really the top end of what you can expect. I'd be thinking between 15 to 20 is probably the bracket that you're going to be looking in. 10 million plus, I think 10 million is a bit too low. 15 million is probably around the right kind of figure that you get for Mavropanos at the moment. Um, Classy Football says Mavropanos' physicality was a joy to watch, but he's not very good on the ball and therefore doesn't suit the system. Hanyumi says, I watched Saliba against Lille. He was directly involved in one of the Lille goals. He still needs time, in my opinion. I'd get one of the experienced centre-backs to replace Louise. Uh, Indonil says, we need to sell Mavropanos, especially if Arteta doesn't rate him. Money can be in reinvest reinvested sorry, in other positions. Wesley says if you sell Joe and Mavropanos for 30 million, I think you could actually get a little bit more for both of them than 30 million pounds. I think you can get at least 20 for Joe and at least 15 for Mavro. Maybe we can go and get Buendia. I think we'd have to stump up a little bit more cash. You're looking around 40 million for someone like Buendia. But that's the thing is that we need to sell smartly players like Willock, players like uh, Mavropanos so we can go out and spend some good money. And you hope that also there's going to be some plans to reinvest into the club this summer. Uh, from the owners, but you never know what's going on with those guys. You just can't trust them at this stage. Uh, Wilson says, Tom, what's your thoughts on Leno leaving Arsenal? Interesting you should say that, Wilson, because on yesterday's transfer show, we actually talked about Leno. We talked about possible replacements, and that came up. Um, so make sure you tune into yesterday's show, and you can get all my thoughts on Leno, maybe leaving Arsenal. Let's go to our final story of the day, and probably one which I know a lot of people are very interested in, and that is Jack Grealish. Uh, Aston Villa attacking midfielder Jack Grealish, obviously captain of the club, signed a new deal with them uh, last season. A lot of people would obviously want to see Jack Grealish happen. You may have seen a couple of interviews that took place yesterday on other channels about Jack Grealish. You may have seen some stories about Jack Grealish. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is a deal that would be exceptionally difficult to happen this season. The reason why I want to address this is because there were some quite big accounts talking about Jack Grealish yesterday, as you may have seen. This deal only happens if Arsenal, one, get Champions League, two, get investment from the owners, and three, can stump up a ridiculous amount of money for the club. There is, in my view, it's such an unlikely deal to happen I cannot see it in any way. And the way I saw it being kind of talked about yesterday surprised me that it was talking about in kind of realistic terms because it is such a difficult and unrealistic deal for Arsenal to do right now. As Joe says, it's not happening. Javier says 90 million plus for Jack Grealish. It just, Tom says, we just need to spend 80 million. Easy. This is a guy with a long-term contract, an England international, a Premier League heavyweight right now with how important he is to that team. Aston Villa do not need to sell. They're pushing to try and get European football themselves. And Jack Grealish is very attached to that club. The only links that we've seen that are legitimate between Grealish and Arsenal is the fact that he's very good mates with quite a few of the Arsenal players on his social media account. That is literally it. So to talk about this situation as a likely opportunity for Arsenal this summer after the season that they've had, I, I am a bit staggered. I might be absolutely proven wrong in the summer and this is, becomes one of the most surprising deals that we've ever seen in which case I'll be one holding my hands up and two absolutely delighted don't get me wrong because it would be a huge signing for Arsenal but it would cost a ridiculous amount and I just cannot 
cannot see this deal happening. So why it was being talked about in such frivolous terms yesterday, I really could not get my head around. Let's see what you guys are saying in regards to this quite out there story. Ansgar says, Grealish won't have Champions League football Aston Villa. Uh, no, so it could happen if we sell and he wants to come. I mean, we have to actually get Champions League football Ansgar first. That's <laughs> That in itself is, is extremely unlikely. Even if we get past Villarreal on Thursday to beat... Manchester United, who are the most likely opponents in the final, is itself going to be a big, big challenge. Wilson says there is no chance in hell that Grealish is going to be going to Arsenal. Neil Gunner says it's not hard if you have the money, Tom. And I agree with you, but that's something I don't think Arsenal are going to do. I don't think, I think they'll look at the Pepe deal and they're going to be very cautious about spending that type of money. And I tell you what, Aston Villa will not be able to turn around like Lille did and accept instalments. They'll want a lot of this money up front, very similar to how Crystal Palace wants a lot of the money up front for the Wilfred Zaha deal. No Sleep will say Villa will now see us as their rivals. Why would they sell to us? Classy says, I can't see it happening, but it wouldn't surprise me at the same time. Classy says, if we were to get him, we wouldn't fill four to five other gaps. And this is something else that we need to consider, is that if you're spending 80 to 90 million on one player, in my view, that's not the way that Arsenal need to go to change their team. Arsenal need to be looking at 80 to 90 million and be targeting three different positions. Because for a, a Jack Grealish price, you can be getting a Basuma and two other players to fill other key positions. Arsenal need to be smart in the transfer window. And I'm not sure that spending more than half your budget, if that even is the case that we've got this for next summer, which we're led to believe it might be, to spend all of that on Jack Grealish it just wouldn't make too much sense when we need to improve at least five starting positions next season. He does not do enough to kind of do that. I know it's not my money and it's not your money. And obviously when it's spent, we don't even ever look at it. But it's not a smart deal to do considering the amount that Arsenal need to do in the summer. That's the problem with this situation. It's not realistic. It's not smart when you consider all of the jobs that need to be covered, different positions. We're talking right back. We're talking centre midfield. We're talking attacking midfield. We're talking a forward. We're talking backup left back. We're talking goalkeeper, maybe a defender, maybe another centre midfielder because people are talking about getting rid of a hell of a lot of players and they've got to be replaced at the same time, be it through the academy, be it through players that are going to be coming in. It's a really, really difficult deal to get done and I just cannot see this happening whatsoever and I don't think it's worth doing considering what else needs to happen but I'd really love to obviously get a lot more of your thoughts in the chat box and of course in the comment section as well so if you have enjoyed the show obviously we are doing this every single day 8 a.m uk time make sure you're tuning in make sure you're hitting that like button and subscribing as well we'll be back tomorrow to cover all of the next coverage of these deals that Arsenal are in day two and we're already talking about crazy links to Jack Grealish so it's going to be a really ridiculous summer which I'm looking forward to providing with all the information on a little bit later today we'll obviously be doing our preview for tomorrow's huge clash against Villarreal 2.30 p.m in the UK we'll be doing our preview for that so make sure you tune in then make sure you're subscribed to get all the content and drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it thank you chatbox for tuning in if you've enjoyed any of the show make sure you leave a comment as well let me know what your thoughts are around Grealish what do you think Arsenal should do with Saliba and Mavropanos would you actually be giving a new contract to David Louise. I want to hear your thoughts. Most importantly, I'll try and reply to as many of them as feasibly possible, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 8am again for the next show. 
It's been a pleasure to speak to you as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.